Tire Power. Think safety this month. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Montaigne Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 11 minutes to 7 on SENSA Breakfast. We're in Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. In a moment, Bix, I need your nomination for who has to pull up their socks. All day comfort, all day socks by Underworks. Um, but we have a few texts coming in. 0427-154-166. Let's get into them. Yes, okay. We'll kick off with this one, which just straightens me up a little bit. It, it wasn't a grand final rematch. I was talking about... Um uh, the Denver Nuggets and the LA Lakers, they didn't play off in the, in the championship last year. It was the Miami who they Yeah, and you have against. to be really careful about your terminology. So you have to, you it's can't not a grand call final, it a grand final. Course, like yeah. it's a, it's a series. Uh, well, you know, like I'm not trying to be a NBA aficionado and I'm No, but I'm saying that. we need, we are as a collective American sport family want to help grow with you. So yeah. last year you jumped on the Denver Broncos as you called them. Yeah, yeah. And you were always keen on your man Jokic. And if you actually want to have a listen to our podcast from um, the other day, Bix and I went through a questionnaire of what NBA team Mark Bickley should support mm. this season. And he ended up landing on the Chicago Bulls. Um, Which obviously didn't. Da- I don't. I don't like. I don't want the Bulls. They're too mainstream. I wanted someone a bit sort of left field. Like I'm the. I'm a Cleveland Browns supporter in the. Uh, the Suki Suki la la. So I'm open to suggestions, but I might just stick. I've, I've I've sort of adopted Denver last year, and they had success. So maybe I'll stay with them. See if they can go back to back. And the big okay. Uh, and uh, just another text from Ricky, who's a regular uh, texter uh, sort of to our show. It says, come on, Bix, this is when you were trying to throw me under the bus again, Jared, in regards to uh, a bit of fun I had with Port Adelaide. Calling Adelaide Port Adelaide's daddy, he says, come on, Bix, Adelaide was born in a courtroom thrown together with spite and jealousy. That was so, I'm just sort of paraphrasing that. There's a few other bits and pieces that go with that text, but I won't repeat them. But that's only because... Someone went behind someone's back. Everyone agreed. This is a little history lesson again for the people that haven't heard it. All the 10 clubs at Sample level decided that they would hold off from joining the AFL. Uh, and then after that was agreed by everyone, Port Adelaide approached the AFL and said, we'll join. And so that going behind people's backs forced the Sandful then to say, well, if they're going to be a South Australian team, it should be a composite team. And so that's how Adelaide were born. So when you're saying uh, thrown together out of spite and jealousy, no, it's thrown together because someone uh, was almost treacherous, went behind someone's back after committing to something and then doing something totally different. But this is what happens, Bix. When you start throwing out cheeky barbs like you did, you get responses mm-hmm. just like that from <laughs> exactly. Ricky. So this is what happened with the, the Denver Nuggets. So at the end of last season, when the coach Mike Malone was introduced at the championship parade, um, Vic Lombardi, who is the Nuggets PA announcer, he introduced the coach by saying, he came into this world as the son of a coach, but in these playoffs, he became the Lakers' daddy. And then that's why yesterday oh, in the game, dear. all the Nuggets fans were going, who's your daddy? So it's not too bad. I like so it. So that's, it's, it's that's an announcer like yourself, like your good mm. self, just, just creating a headline, creating some, some theatre. 
Clickbait Walsh. Let's get into uh, pull up your socks here for all day comfort, everyday quality, and everyday style. Up. It has to be all day socks by Andrew. Got a little bit too excited there. I'm sorry about that. So, um, okay. Where's your nomination, Mark Bickley? Well, I'm going to go with the whole Melbourne Football Club and all the issues that are surrounding it. And it's 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 sort of moved on from Clayton Oliver and it's moved on uh, from um, the drug sort of latest scandal. Uh, and, and now the... the the board and Glenn Bartlett and the stuff around Simon Goodwin and whether they were plotting to have him exit the club. It's sort of, it's filling the pages. Uh, every day there's an article on it. So uh, interesting. Gary Lyon spoke to it yesterday on his show. Let's have a listen to uh, Gary Lyon talking about the Melbourne Football Club. Look, the way I'm reading it, this is a man, in this case, Glenn Bartlett, who's prosecuting this case via the media, right? And this, and in this instance, the Herald Sun. The leaking to the Herald Sun has been undeniable. Like, I don't think you can look at it any other way, Sam, um, the level of detail that's been afforded to them. So, so you're saying Glenn Bartlett has leaked the minutes? That's the way I'm reading it. To the Herald Sun? Well, I, well not the minutes, but whether it's him or his camp or his, uh, his legal team, yep. um, I, I don't think there's any denying of that. Mm. Now... This is, I don't think there is any denying of that, that the, to get all those intimate sort of details from board meetings and, and uh, you know, first accounts of what happened, you know, in discussions with three or four people in the room. But the reason people leak stuff is because the, the, what is being leaked is different to what people have actually said. And so when the Melbourne board say that they were totally supportive of Simon Goodwin, when the Melbourne board said that, uh, that, that Glenn Bartlett decided to step down for personal reasons, that's not the truth. And so that's why people get want to leak information because it contradicts what has been put out there publicly. And, it, and it's aimed at making those people look a bit silly because they've said one thing when here is now proof that they were uh, saying something totally different to what they told the public. So that's why leaks happen. And so you can't get upset with them if you yourself have told some porky pies. So, you know, when you get, it's basically the reason you're upset is because you've been found out. It is very messy, the Melbourne Football Club at the moment, and I'm sure they're looking forward to round one so they can get back to winning games. So that can be the focus as opposed to everything that's going on in the background because I don't think any of that's going to go away for a long time. Mm, no, you're right. It, and it is, uh, like Gary said, there's someone who's been ousted. So the, so basically what happened in the Herald Sun yesterday, it was there, there was a lot of discussion going on where the board was talking about a whole range of issues. and But, but basically the behaviours and culture of the, uh, the, the players and senior staff within the club and Glenn Bartlett, who is a, once again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think he's a, he's in, his uh, profession is around workplace culture and health and safety. I think he's in HR. And so he, he's, he was trying to be really strong with this. And in the end, the board said, no, nah, look, we're going down a different path. So Glenn's going to, we're going to get rid of Glenn instead of uh, trying to tidy the whole place up. So whilst that was a short-term fix and whilst, yes, they went on and had success and, and, um, well done, and that was hard-earned success. And and maybe that, uh, you know, the board talked about being united and supporting their coach, and that sort of contributed to it. But maybe that was a sort of wallpaper that has covered over a few cracks, and those cracks are now starting to appear again. Yep, 
Uh, Bix, that's a fantastic nomination for all day comfort, everyday quality, and everyday style. It has to be all day socks by Underworks. Um, yesterday, while watching some of the uh, opening night of the NBA, it was interesting to see Charles Barkley have a chat to uh, NBA Commissioner. Adam Silver and some of the questions asked in regards to activities of the players off the court, but also there's a thing in the NBA because they have an 82 game season. Um, it's called load management. So some players just are being rested for the sake of being rested and it's causing a few ruffles, um, ruffling a few feathers, whatever the saying is uh, amongst the NBA supporter base, because if you're traveling around the world to see a player play and then they are rested, mm. then for no apparent reason, if it's not injury, um, that they are saying it's taking away from the fan experience. This is what Charles Barkley had to say yesterday. If you're going to make $50, 60000000 million a year to play basketball three or four days a week, play basketball, man. Now, if you're injured, if you're injured, don't play. But everybody hurts after the first two weeks of the season. Your, your legs sore, your knees sore. Y'all got the best shoes, you got the best medical staff, you got ice baths. Man, if you can play, shut the hell up and play. (laughs) And I really like that. So that's a nomination from Charles Barkley that the players need to pull up their socks because we go through a 22-23 game season in the AFL where players are rested and might have this one off. I mean, if you think about the load management that they go through, um, do, do you think that our AFL players need to have as many rests as they do, especially at the back end of their career, Bix? We look at next year, so... Travis Boak might be rested for a few games. Tex, Rory Sloan, there might be a handful of players like that. Yeah, look, I'm I'm a bit more philosophical about that. I think, by and large, uh, AFL players are amazing in terms of the game they play. The, you know, basketball is, I know it's not strictly, it's a, not a non-contact sport, but it's got nowhere near the physicality that uh, AFL players have. And also, AFL players are running 10 to 15 kilometres a week as well. Uh, so... There's a whole range of issues while they're resting. And I'll, I'll give you the number one thing that fans want. Fans want their team to win a premiership, a championship, or whatever. And if the management of the players contributes to that, well, that's all they care about. Because I've, I've been involved uh, with some teams that play really well in the right up in, in the minor rounds. And then players are fatigued, banged up injured and and can't produce their best in the major round and that's that's not what the fans want to see let me tell you uh, thank you for that, Mark Bickley. We had a text coming in. This is from Bo saying, Mark, um, as a Browns fan, like myself, my wife is from Cleveland. You have to follow the Cavs, Cleveland Cavaliers. So, Who, who are the Cavs got saying, playing for them? Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley. They're, they're pretty decent. Good young team. Yeah, okay. Jared Allen. Well, maybe I'll get on board then. Maybe I'll go with that whole theme of, of Cleveland, like, um, okay. like that's being suggested there from Bo. Well, it's a very good suggestion. Thank you, Bo. I... Oh. That sounds like there's an elephant that needs to make their way into Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Mark Bickley, we are here also. Thanks to Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. We will do that next. Also, Courtney Cramey from the Crows and Joe Gauchi from Adelaide United. Good morning.